All right, let's get to talking to Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning because there is so much ground to cover. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Welcome back. Glad you had a great holiday. I sure did. Visiting all corners of the province, up north in particular, uh, something you might do on an election campaign. Do you still think we're close to an election this fall? Oh, man. You know, you look at that uh, Angus Reid poll, 69% approval rating for Premier John Horgan. Uh, it's got to be tempting to some new Democrats. I, I hear from liberals who think, that it's inevitable we'll have an early election because that's what they would do with those numbers. But <laughs> the, the problem is uh, Horgan's rating is for having handled the pandemic really yeah. well, which I think you could argue he has done well. But uh, we're only three years, really, in a month into his into his term of office. Uh, an early election in the middle of a pandemic with no a second wave arriving uh, perhaps just after Thanksgiving, so early in the campaign. Uh, I think he'd have a trouble time justifying it. Mm -hmm. I think he's doing well because he's seen as not having played politics with the pandemic. But still, you go, wow, uh, this one uh, is got to be tempting. Um, here's a scenario. Uh, the Greens pick a new leader, and it's not Sonia first to know. Uh, they're picking a leader this month. Uh, let's see. Uh, they pick somebody who doesn't have a seat in the House. Uh, Andrew Weaver resigns his seat in the legislature to make way for the Greens. Horgan's now looking at two uh, vacancies in the oh House boy. because um, the Liberals uh, have, have resigned, uh, a Liberal member for White Rock, and he says instead of putting the fate of the government at the stake of a couple of by-elections, uh, we're going to have a general election. We have to do that. He's a minority premier. So it's not entirely far-fetched. There might be an opening to do it, but with 69% approval rating, normally there's no risk at all. But. The only risk really is... If you're rated as having done a great job for not playing politics with the pandemic yeah. and you start playing politics with it, that's a risk. I think it's a huge mistake. But let's talk about what else is going on today, too, because we've got a long overdue public accounts being released. Yeah, so we're getting the public accounts for... A gone era in BC politics. Yeah. The, the public accounts are the audited financial statements. They come out a few months after the financial year is over, and BC's on a financial year that ends March 31st. So this is the year, uh, the end of the era of balanced surplus budgets. That was going to be a surplus budget. Uh, it was booked as such. Um, here we are. We're getting the update from Carol James at, at 11 o'clock today. Uh, well, uh, you know, that year may have ended in fairly good financial shape, but we know we're now in a year where they're already saying the deficit is going to be in the billions of dollars. So I don't think it'll be a very cheery financial outlook from the minister today. Uh, they may have figured out a way, too, to... Um, uh, sort of front-end load some of the spending and some of the, some of the stuff uh, from the last fiscal year. Mm -hmm. We were already in the pandemic in March, so uh, they might have done some of that. Um, the real thing we're going to be looking for is some kind of look ahead. Where are we headed uh, this year? And also, the government still hasn't told us anything, really, about how they're going to spend the $1.5 billion economic recovery fund that was voted by the legislature back in March. Uh, they consulted the public on it. They've consulted stakeholders. They've said, wait till September. We'll tell you how we're going to do it. I think we might be looking for some indications on that 
today. Okay, so that's coming up at 11 this morning. We'll have more on that. Of course, we've got the pandemic update coming at three. uh, And there's a lot going on here because, Vaughn, we had some uncomfortably high numbers on Friday. Yeah, very high. Uh, We broke the record uh, by a considerable jump. Uh, The previous record for the number of cases in one day was 109, I think. We hit 129 on Friday. Uh, expecting because we're getting the numbers for from midday Friday to midday Monday today, uh, we're expecting you know to break 200 on the total number of cases. Um, it's pretty concerning. Yeah. There's a couple of numbers that suggest it's not as bad as all that. Hospitalization is still at manageable levels, but still. Uh, and it's in uh, the two health regions around Metro Vancouver. So we were told last week that about a third of our case count is coming from parties and events that probably shouldn't be happening at all. I gather you had one of those near you on the weekend. And yep. uh, yeah, I, you know, what can, I, what can one say except uh, we really need to get a handle on this and the numbers are headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, let's talk as well about the other issue with the pandemic, of course, that is back to schools. Uh, What is the deal with this ad? What is going on here? There's an ad that the education ministry put out to kind of reassure people, parents, uh, students, that uh, things are going to be okay. And they put Dr. Bonnie Henry in the ad, and they put her in a classroom. Okay, so far so good. She's got credibility, classroom conditions. Unfortunately, they chose classroom conditions that bear really critically no resemblance to the number of students that will actually be in a classroom when the schools resume after Labor Day. Uh, There's, what, a half dozen students in that classroom? Uh, Of course, no classroom in B.C. will have that number. Okay, and then the ministry, which is quite good at making things worse... Puts out a statement yeah. that says, well, we, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't put that number of students in. It wouldn't be safe. <laughs> Did they not see the Good irony Lord. of this before they put it out? Like, yeah. nobody looked at that and thought, oh, geez, we are going to be really made yeah. fun of for this one. Well, and and not only that, but they the reason they didn't have, like, the number of students you'll actually see in a classroom when schools reopen is because, well, it wouldn't be safe to show that. Uh, and the real, you know, bad enough that they said that, uh, it's a ministry spokesperson, but the real problem here, too, is they put Dr. Bonnie Henry in the ad. And mm. one reason why things have gone very, very well in B.C. is because her credibility is the gold standard. Yeah. So she's going to get asked today about this, and it's, you know, it's really her credibility is a, could be affected by this, too. Uh, it's not her ad, but she's in it. And the ministry's explanation for why they did it that way um, is incredibly embarrassing to the ministry. You may remember just before you went on vacation that the ombudsman lashed the education ministry for its misleading and inaccurate statements about that debacle with the exam marks in 2019 and told the ministry, henceforth you have to certify in writing that your statements, communications to the public are accurate and not misleading. Well, I would say that ad does not meet the standard of being accurate and not misleading, Mm -hmm. and the ministry's own rationalization for it 
says that. Well, I guess we're going to be hearing what Dr. Henry has to say about that. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye. It's Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. As you can tell, a very busy day ahead. 11 o'clock, Carol James uh, issuing the public accounts uh, for last year, as it turns out, giving us a better idea of where BC is at fiscally. And then this afternoon, 3 o'clock, is that pandemic update, which we're going to be watching very carefully.